0: Hello, everybody. How are you this beautiful day that the Lord has made? I'm Karen Jane Casey on the podcast Turn to God with Karen. And, you know, as we go out into the world each day, we need to be equipped with a full armor of God, as described for us in Ephesians chapter 6. When we go to Ephesians chapter 6, we find that the sword of the Spirit is our defensive weapon against the enemies as they attack us. Well, what is the sword of the Spirit? It is the Word of God. The Word of God. God breathed inspiration from God. Good for us to learn about the instructions the Lord has for us, the promises He has, the character of Jesus, and the way for salvation. As you may know, October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and as a survivor, and now an and advocate, I plan to speak on various topics within this arena. So on Wednesdays we say abuse no more. What does the Bible say about abuse? Quite a lot actually. And in the first episode we concentrated on the abusive life. Whatever happened to cause ourselves to be a victim, then what did we do? Did we remain a victim? Did we walk out of it? Or did we become abusive then we looked at abusive home talking about the abuser and the need to safely leave that dangerous and habitually toxic environment last week we considered options that the abusive person does have and what is he to do well today's episode title is what does the lord detest so In this, we are becoming broader with our definition. We are not looking at just the domestic violence environment, but abusive people generally. What support is there in the Word of God to walk away from a dangerous and habitually toxic environment? Are we ever supposed to stay in the company of someone, anyone, we know to be an abuser? Well, let me answer that with another question. What are the things that the Lord detests do you know has he told us what they are yes he has let's explore Proverbs 6 verses 16 through 19 in the English Standard Version there are six things that the Lord hates seven that are an abomination to him haughty eyes a lying tongue hands that shed innocent blood a heart that devises wicked plans feet that make haste to run to evil, a false witness who breathes out lies, and one who sows discord among brothers. Mm. So should we avoid people who do what God detests or that God hates? Absolutely. We don't want the wrath of God anywhere near us, do we? Don't we generally find those traits that I just read within the heart of an abuser Let's look at some of these seven things that the Lord hates again. Well, all of them. Haughty eyes. That's pridefulness. Believing themselves higher than others so they can mistreat and abuse them freely. A lying tongue. Telling lies about the victim and their family and their friends to cause havoc and to justify what they do. Hands that shed innocent blood. Well, that indica- is an indicator of violence and malice, whether they go all the way with a crime or not. That is malice towards another person and willingness to put their hands on them. A heart that devises wicked plans. Every abuser has a plan to harm others. The intention is there regardless whether it's through verbal, physical, sexual, emotional, financial abuses, and so on. It is intentional. It is plotted and planned. It is their motivation. Feet that make haste to run to evil. Intention to do harm, as we noted before. A false witness who breathes out lies. Well, an abuser must tell a series of lies to gain the trust of their victims and of the victim's friends, co-workers, and family. It's a constant charade of lies that must be made. One who sows discord among the brothers, even to the point of telling lies about their victim to the victim's fellow believers... I believe that every abuser does some or all of these things that the Lord hates and despises, detests. What does the Word of God say about associating with folks who are practicing these things? You might be surprised. I think everyone knows the the verse about stay away from an angry or hot-tempered man because you may also become angry or hot-tempered. But there's also numerous scriptures, I'm only going to reference a few or read a few to you. Psalm eleven five. The Lord tests the righteous, but his soul hates, his soul hates the wicked and the one who loves violence. Proverbs ten six. Blessings are on the head of the righteous, but the mouth of the wicked conceals violence. Psalm thirty seven nine for the evildoers shall be cut off, but those who wait for the Lord shall inherit the land. That's a promise. So the evildoers shall be cut off and we already know from last week's um, episodes that there is the, the spiritual law of sowing and reaping. When you decide to sow evil into your life and into the lives of others then you can expect to have consequences and that's what this is referring to. The evildoers shall be cut off. Alright, Matthew 15, 18-20. But what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart. So what we say comes starts with our heart. And this defiles a person. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false witness, and slander. These are what defiles a person. But to eat the unwashed hands with unwashed hands does not defile anyone. So it's what it's in our heart and it does come out and it defiles us. You know, a person always has a choice to decide to repent of it, to walk away from that sinful life and accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior. They have that option. This scripture is very scary coming up because it may be descriptive of the times that we are living in right now. See what you think. I'm going to read it to you and you can decide for yourself. 2 Timothy 3 verses 1-5 through Godlessness in the last days But understand this, that in the last days there will come times of difficulty. For people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. Having the appearance of godliness, but denying its power. Avoid such people. Well, i only said abusive in one place in there, but I've already said, indicated that I believe an abusive person has many of these characteristics. I hope that you'll go back and read that, uh, read that for yourself. 2 Timothy 3, verses 1 through 5. And I'm not at all... Saying that I know that we are in the last days. I know that it's pretty terrible right now in a lot of ways. (laughs) So what happens if you don't avoid people that have all those characteristics that I read to you? If people remain within a dangerous or toxic environment, remain around mean-spirited and abusive people, might they eventually take on those same traits? They may hate it. But then they end up becoming angry, bitter, looking for revenge, looking for retaliation. So we're urged to decide to do this instead. Ephesians 4, verses 31. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice. Let it all be put away from you. You know... We have free will. We can decide to turn to the Lord instead and and just repent of what we've done. Walk away from that sinful life and accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. We have that option. I hope that I've given you some food for thought, not only relating to domestic violence awareness, but also for you to be in careful consideration as to who you choose to have in your circle Or in your family, of friends or friends, who is it that you hang around with? Are they abusers? Are do they have those characteristics that we read off? And if you are like that, then you have an option; you can change. I want to reiterate that it's imperative that victims of domestic violence safely leave a dangerous and habitually toxic environment, and there is professional guidance available for an escape plan. As in other episodes this month, I continue to encourage, safely leave your dangerous or habitually toxic environment. If necessary, dial 911 if it's an emergency. You can also reach out to local shelters. They have professional resources to devise a a safe escape plan especially if you have children. The National Domestic Violence Hotline number is 1-800-799-7233. Safe. Please know that the Lord did not mean for you to remain in an habitually toxic or abusive environment with mean-spirited people. I've already read to you scriptures where it says, Avoid such, and this is what the Lord detests. Well, you know, I have a free brochure available that spells out all five of the ingredients in my recipe for overcoming. Simply go to my website contact page and request it. The title is Hope for Your Future. Hope for Your Future. Well, my hope and prayer for you is that you will live with abuse no more. <laughs> Thank you for joining me today. I hope you join me every Wednesday morning in the episode of Sword of the Spirit with the podcast Turn to God with Karen. Every Monday we have a hope and faith journey where we have encouragement and hope for healing through our challenges. And then on Friday we have Karen's Book Corner where I share a little bit about the books I've written, maybe read a little bit, or I do a review of books other authors have written. This is Karen Jane Casey, author, speaker, podcaster, domestic violence victim advocate, and ambassador for Christ. Please go to my website's contact page and send me your comments, your suggestions, any feedback is most welcome. That is KarenJaneCasey.com. And also, when you go there, you will find information about my books, my blogs, and, and pertinent information regarding domestic violence. Again, that's KarenJaneCasey.com. Thank you and God bless.